Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have a Millennial Music Chat with Transit Method. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey there. Hope you guys are doing well today. So, uh, Shauna and I were actually just in Austin, Texas recently, and uh, we discovered this really great, which, by the way, uh, Austin, Texas is now. 
by far one of my favorite cities. Uh, I've never actually been there. Sean has been there before, and we're going to do a couple podcasts about it later, but I love the city. There's so much cool music there and so many great restaurants there. Uh, it's just a great vibe there. So I love Austin. But we actually discovered this really great young local band, Transcend Method, playing at the famed Stubbs Barbecue, and they were so cool uh, that we just had to have them on the show. Uh, Austin is really this eclectic, diverse music scene. It's, it's become one of the best music scenes in the country and, is, like I said, is just absolutely now one of my favorite cities. Uh, Transcend Method, they're made up of Jersey-born Matt on vocals and guitars, uh, his brother Mike on drums, and Texas native Danny on bass. And they, this band, they really combine... Uh, the urgent pace of punk, the power of metal, and the artistic appeal of psychedelic music, if you will. This is really cool combination they, they got going there. So we chatted before a late night gig there at Stubbs as we talked about their new album that just came out. Um, we Won't Get Out of Here Alive is the name of the album, so check that out, and we'll have the link up as well too. how they got into music and also how the impact of Austin on the band. So check out our conversation with Transit Method. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks for uh, joining us. We're actually in Austin at a gig you guys are playing tonight at Stubbs. So thanks for coming on the band or uh, the show tonight, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for interviewing us, talking <laughs> to us. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so uh, you, we could hear the the other band playing at the at the at the bigger venue, but the real show starts at eleven tonight, right? Yeah, they've actually <laughs> well, it's, now it's ten forty five. A band dropped oh, outside. Okay. So like, you guys can start earlier. So now we get to play longer, so that's cool. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, all right, so tell us about you guys. You got you guys brothers that came from Jersey and stuff like that. What were you guys listening to growing up that made you guys want to actually get into music? Oh, a lot. We have, <laughs> we have uh, we had some older cousins that we lived with. Yeah, probably like eleven to twelve years older than us. Yeah, and they were really into like Motley Crue and Skid Row and okay. a lot of those really hard rock and eighties like, bands. Yeah. So we were definitely heavily influenced by that. And then, you know, our parents listened to, like, Billy Joel and <laughs> right. Elton John and yeah. Madonna and Michael Jackson and all that stuff. Right, right. So, like, we'd watch these pop stars and be like, oh, my God, these crowds are huge. Like, I want to do that. Right. But then we'd watch these, like, posing heavy rockers and be like, nah, that's, that's really what I want to do. Right. And so that was, like, our really young days. And then as we got older into the 90s like all the grunge stuff started mm -hmm. to blow up you know we were like seven or eight years old and i would say that that had like a, a really big influence like nirvana and soundgarden and all that stuff yeah we saw pantera, pantera okay okay yeah yeah on the yeah. great southern trend kill tour i was right. like 10 mike was eight my right. sister was five <laughs> and we were actually most excited for a white zombie okay. they, they were the openers I mean, and actually the deftones were the opener opener oh yeah. We missed the Deftones, so we were young, and <laughs> we didn't understand that the opener could be really cool. It happened to be the Deftones' first tour. Right, right. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's awesome. Uh, okay, but you're a Texas boy. Like, what were you growing up with? 
I grew up in a, um, I did my high school years in, in a town called Belton, Texas. Prior to that, my family's a military family, uh, Colleen, Fort Hood area. Yeah. Um, and from there, uh, yeah, of course, high school in Belton. And, um, yeah, that's where I picked up the, uh, picked up the base. Uh, I actually don't have such a cool history as these guys. My dad uh, <laughs> and my mom, uh, they listened to a mix of country and R&B, uh, like Boys to Men, all those early 90s. Uh, right. it's, it's great R&B, right. you know, great soulful music. So I didn't see any uh, Pantera or any, um, <laughs> <laughs> any any cool bands like that. I actually, they didn't I, open for uh, Boys to Men? No, they didn't. They didn't. And, and, and my parents also, they didn't uh, take me out to see any live music either. So I was kind of a late bloomer. Right, um, but yeah, you, you know, it's it's from there. Just kind of picked up the bass in, in yeah. high school, and just uh, yeah, I've been playing ever since. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me go into the punk rock. <laughs> that actually, um, it's the most obvious thing. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, a lot of my friends in high school were listening to a lot of punk rock music. Okay, right. Um, and, and right. You know, they got really you know deep, really deep into punk rock, and that's kind of where my roots are from. That's where. Uh, in terms of bass, uh, I just try to play as fast as possible, you know, uh, right. finger playing. I used to play with a pick, but I ditched that quickly after the first year because right. uh, I felt I could play equally as fast with my fingers. And uh, and from there, I've always tried to get faster and faster and faster and faster at trying to play the bass. And I think that definitely has tra- transferred over in some of the transit method music. And, uh, yeah, now all I'm trying to do is play faster than uh, Matt over here, which is, <laughs> which is an impossible task if you listen to it. So, but, uh, but I try, and I'm going right. to get there one day. Right. Well, Matt, can you actually describe your your guys' sound, actually? Yeah. um, I mean, I know every band says, oh, it's so hard to describe our sound, you know. But I think we've kind of nailed it down. I mean, I would say that, like, we're a pretty healthy mix of progressive rock mixed with grunge, Mm -hmm. mixed with, like, classic heavy metal, Mm -hmm. I would say. There's some funk in there, too. Right. Um, But, yeah, I, I mean, I... I I guess what we try to do is take the format of like a, a progressive rock band. Mm-hmm. You know, they have obviously very long songs and very experimental songs, but we mm-hmm. try to like inject a little bit of like aggression into it, mm-hmm. um, and also some jamming too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a big influence on the band, specifically with Mike, <laughs> is Fish. Okay, and okay, uh, okay, you know, I'm, right. I think he's seen like sixty Fish shows now, <laughs> or maybe even seven. He's one of those guys. So, so sometimes you know we like to take that format, but using our sound okay. and jam and be completely improvised live. Right. So, uh, I I guess that's what we're trying to go for. We're just going with it, yeah. you know, and seeing how it develops. But like over the last, I would say, year and a half to two years, I think that's kind of where we where we've landed is like a mesh of progressive rock and grunge music, right? And well, jamming. and I think I've I've heard that. You guys have been described like Motorhead, Rush, yeah. Nirvana, kind of all that mix and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Don't you kind of think that's also needed in music these days? I mean, rock music is kind of dying in a way. That that yeah. I mean, I just read in Rolling yeah, I just read in Rolling Stone that the Foo Fighters have only sold two million albums, like, on, uh, and that was in 1996. That was their biggest album, like in 1998 really? and 96 and something like that. So, so you know, what I mean, compared to like rock, I mean, pop and country and so many other things are taken off. I mean, don't you think it's sort of needed to sort of create a new sound, something like that? 
Yeah, um, I think there's definitely a void yeah. for that kind of music. Yeah. It's, I mean, I mean, not necessarily everywhere. I mean, like yeah. there's some bands I've heard like. There's a new band that's out now called like Greta Van Fleet. Or Greta oh yeah, Von Fleet. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they and they're a good mix of a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah they totally. kind of have like the Zeppelin thing going totally, on. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, like, I, I don't know where they're from. I can't remember. But yeah. in, in Austin, I would say like, there's a lot of like garage rock bands. There's a lot of like yeah. indie dancier kind of bands. Sure. But there's not a whole lot of bands that just have like a very like street raw kind right, of sound right, or something right, right, not that we're street kids <laughs> but you know we, we like that kind of music yeah yeah and so and I think people appreciate that when they see us right you know, they're like damn like y'all just rock right, right that's all I say is y'all rock right and that's exactly what I want to hear they you say know y'all because we're in Texas <laughs> yeah we just say you guys rock <laughs> you guys right we right. definitely adapt or that's your new t-shirt too. <laughs> I, I think mainly, you know, I, I think I can speak for Matt and Mike. Actually, I always speak for Matt and Mike. I, I don't think we're trying to, uh, we're not trying to, you know, revive rock and roll or anything yeah. like that. I just think mainly we're just trying to have fun with it, and, yeah. and all the all the music that's coming out so far is just purely by accident. You know, right. it's it's it, all the great things that you know people say about it is just. Uh, it, it's just a cherry on top. It just makes my head bigger than <laughs> bigger than Texas, actually. Is the word. So, why did you guys actually decide to move to Austin? Like, why did you go go? Hey, this is you know this is our place that we're going to end up. There's so many great music cities. We shopped around to a couple of different cities. Uh, we knew we needed to live in a house. That was one. We're from New Jersey. Uh, you can't buy a house in New York yeah. or L.A. Yeah, so yeah. we knew we needed maybe a smaller up-and-coming city where we could have a house, have a jam room, and actually start a band and not be completely broke trying yeah. to make money. So Austin was one, uh, Denver, Portland, yeah. San Francisco uh, was too actually too expensive. Right, right. But, um, was it easy to kind of get it started and go, hey? It, it kind of was, to be yeah. honest. Uh, we found a city that worked for us. So uh, Matt and I visited Austin uh, one weekend. It happened to be Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> so the, the the city was an extra party uh, right. form. You know, right. The streets were blocked down. There was parades and whatever. So when we got to Austin, um, you know, I could work at freelance and, and still make money. And, yeah. and Matt, I think, found a job pretty quickly. And then we found a lot of people who just wanted to jam. And that was so cool. We were in a city where there's a lot of guys kind of like us finding their first jobs and just wanting yeah. to play music and not scraping together pennies to afford their rent in San Francisco or New York. You <laughs> right, know, people could right. actually live a little more comfortably here. Yeah. So uh, it was a really good fit for us. That first year, we explored a lot and uh, met a lot of people to jam with. Right. And there's so many great venues to play here. Right? It's almost overwhelming. We right. w we walked down 6th Street, which is the main drag, and yeah. we would think, like, I want to be that band in the window. Right. But then the first couple of weeks here, we're like, I don't want to be that. That's a cover <laughs> band. That's, like, the shitty, you know, tourist. Right, right, That's right, a right. tourist band from the, right. from the boardwalk. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then we started... You know, going around to Red River and East Sixth Street, and we mm. we saw like the the punk bars, the dive bars, the the Mohawks and, and mm. Stubbs, Emos. We we found some really cool venues that we were like, this is where we want to be. This is the, our scene. Right, right. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. 
You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. 
I know, it's scary. But now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. Okay, so and you guys just released an album about a month ago. Tell, tell us the name of the album and, and what's the album really kind of about. The album's called We Won't Get Out of Here Alive. Okay. Um, and I, I would say that title didn't come right away, but... Um, when looking at all the songs, there was a lot of uh, themes of survival, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. and it, some of the songs are personal. Some of them are kind of otherworldly, talking about um, space and the, and the universe. And the, some of it's very literal. Some of it's a little metaphorical. Uh, but survival came up in every song, and almost feeling like you're not going to make it out alive. Right. Uh, maybe this is the last go around. <laughs> right, right. Your last licks. I, I don't know, right. Matt. What do you think? Is that, is that kind of what's going on in, in our country these days? Or? Well, yeah. I was kind of trying to allude to that almost without saying yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. it felt I got a little it. like um, the environment around us sure, um, sure. was kind of feeling a little suffocated as well. Like maybe we're not going to make it through this time alive. Right, right. right. <laughs> in one piece everyone's yeah. a little bit of a mess uh so it kind of worked on all levels it was a really long title though we went back and forth a lot <laughs> we we're like this is the message this is perfect but it's super long how do we do this in one word right and uh we couldn't so, <laughs> so we didn't <laughs> so we've got the long title yeah right yeah right 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 exactly so and and so we talked about earlier about your guys' video work, which I think is really cool. Tell yes. us about that. Like, how did you guys kind of get into video, and who do you guys work with? So uh, the director we work with uh, normally is Justin Wilson. Yeah, um, he's just a, a, like a magician. He's awesome. Um, we met up with him when we our first music video was done by someone else, and it was in the Austin Music Festival okay. Music Video Festival. Yeah. And Justin was in our category, I think, for a Toadies video or Ume or, or something else, and. Um, or uh, river go- Riverboat Gamblers, maybe? Anyway, awesome. we reached out to him, and we were like, your videos are awesome. Would you do one for us? This is our budget. This is our band. This is what we're thinking. And he was like, dude, yeah, you guys are great. This is really cool. <laughs> and so uh, we worked with him on the Roach video, 
And we really just wanted to break stuff in a basement in slow motion. <laughs> and then we figured maybe we should make it about a girl who's trying to escape uh, or trying to kill a roach. Right. You know? oh, we had a roach problem in our rehearsal space, actually, in, our ha- in my house. Yeah, Me and Matt's house, yeah. Uh, had a lot of roaches in it, so that song came about. And then we shot a really cool video with Justin. Um, and since uh, he thought we were great, we think he's great. Uh, we work really well together, so we did two other videos yeah. with him. Um, we and did one for Snake Line and one for Parasite. Right, right. And don't you think it's kind of important these days to kind of get noticed a little bit more, too, to be on, on YouTube and different things? Yeah, video happens to be one of the, the biggest pieces of media for us. It's, uh, it just kind of makes you feel closer to the band, I think. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. If you can see the band. Yeah. Like, what we wanted to do was have one video where it was just strictly us performing. Right. Which is Parasite. Like, this is who we are. This is what we look like. This is how we play, I right, guess. Right, right, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Very raw. Yeah. And then we wanted the other one to be a little bit more story-based. Yeah. You can kind of just, like, turn it on in a dark room and get sucked into it or something. Right, right, you know? right, right. I mean, it's no Madonna, you know, like a virgin kind of video, no. but still, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not rolling around in a wedding dress, but I do have a cloak That's on. That's the next video. That's the next video. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh... How, so you guys have had a couple different uh, configurations of the band. How have you guys evolved as a band in, in your sound, especially with this new album and stuff? Um, I, I think it's definitely gotten heavier. Yeah. I mean, when we first started the band, we kind of wanted it to be just an anything goes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we could have a soft song followed by a heavy song followed by a really long sure. song, and it was just kind of all over the place. We're like, let's kind of like zero in on what we want to do. And that naturally happened when we got Danny in the band. I mean, like, he brought the punk side of things. I already really like aggressive music, but I also like a lot of other kinds of music, as does Mike. So it, it just kind of, like, fleshed itself out naturally. And uh, you can hear it from album to album, I think. You know, like... Our first EP, is, it's called uh, Celebrate Mutations. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's definitely more progressive. Mm-hmm. And then as you get to the single, Roach, it's definitely a little bit more streamlined, just kind of hard rock. And then we kind of like took it all and put it in one package with the new album. And uh, that's kind of where we're at. You right. know, I think we're going to keep going down that path, at least right. for the near future. Right. Are you the main songwriter, or do you guys all kind of collaborate? Um, we definitely collaborate, but... Most of it comes out of just like me jamming in my room and just like you know, coming up with a cool riff. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm trying to be a little bit. Matt and Mike have this cool like Neil Neil Pierre and you know kind of rush. Yeah, because Mike writes a lot of the lyrics. Okay. I don't write any of the lyrics at all. Right. Yeah, Matt 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 of course Matt writes writes some lyrics, but Mike actually he takes you know he kind of takes charge of a lot of that and he has a. He, he's a little bit more involved in the uh, songwriting process. I would say if you had a totem pole, you know, it'd probably be Matt, you know, and then, of course, Mike after, and then uh, I'm last, definitely in there. But um, I, I, I kind of, my goal was to just sit back and relax and have them write all my bass lines for me, but they made me actually write some, so unfortunately I can't just take the easy road the entire time. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a, that's a good collaborative there that you got going and stuff like that. So... Um, so, you guys are headed out on the road, uh, like like literally tomorrow, right? Or is that when you guys? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, technically tonight is the first night, but sure, tomorrow's exactly, when we actually exactly. go. Hometown oh, yeah. gig, then yeah. then on the road. Like exactly. That. What's what? I, and I, and 
as we pulled up, I saw you guys lugging your your cases and stuff like that. What's a typical day as a band? You know, you guys are entrepreneurs essentially, right? I mean, you're this yeah. is your small business that you're like. What's Literally. a typical day on on the road for you guys? Um, well, that people you, may you drive not, a lot. You always think of rock stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I think we try to make it also like a little bit of a vacation too, because you know we'll drive a lot, but we'll like tell jokes or we'll like you know last time we watched like tommy boy or something right, like right, that right, you know right. like the we wedding singer and shit right, yeah right, yeah right, like right. we had a vcr and a tv luckily in the van old school TV. really <laughs> old but uh we, we don't right. have that now right. but um so yeah i mean i mean we'll drive and we'll usually get to the city and like try to check out some of it if we can and eat and then we'll play the gig and then see where we can sleep and then wake up and then drive again and and then play again and uh, we tried to build in a few off days, like two or three here and there, to be like, well, I've never been to Idaho. Maybe we can camp. Right. You know, so we've got a tent with us this time. Yeah, that's and new. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a new development. But right. I, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be cool. We've got, like, you know, some snacks and stuff. We're going to, like, try and just rough it a couple of days and, like, right. enjoy the outdoors right. in between shows. Right. Well, that's mm-hmm. cool. I mean, so, so you always try to at least see something in the cities, right? Yeah, as much as you can, or Especially eat someplace or whatever. Been, yeah, you know, like I've never been to Seattle. I've never been okay. to Portland. So right. Birmingham, Birmingham, iron, Alabama. Iron oh yeah, we went to this like iron ore factory. Okay, that was like actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> sloss, right? Sloss furnaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So awesome. what's a, 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 a typical night? So we're here on a Thursday night in Austin, and you guys are playing at 11 o'clock, 10.45 yeah, gig. Yeah. Is that a normal thing for Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, Austin pretty much has music all night, right. every day of the week, I right. would say. I mean, it's not unnatural to see, you know, a show that starts at, or a, a set, rather, that starts at, like, 1 a.m. on a Monday. Yeah. You know, there's there are people doing that. They're right. shutting down the bars on Monday. Right, So, right. uh yeah, that, I think that's the most exciting thing about the city is that, like, if you're out of town and you're looking for live music, whether you're here on Saturday night or Tuesday night, like, you can find something really cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, where can we find you, uh, your guys' music and, you know, and tour dates and all that kind of stuff like that? Um, Pretty much everywhere, I would say. Like, we have it on our website, which is transitmethod.net. Right. Um, you can find it on our Facebook Instagram and Twitter, you know, a whole thing. Bandcamp, that's where our uh, yeah. our music is actually located. Right. Um, we have some of our records available in Austin, if anyone is listening to this who's from Austin. <laughs> and, it's also uh, on BrutalPandaRecords.com. Uh, oh, yeah. right. You can right. actually go to the, uh, to the label and buy the CD or the vinyl.